Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Like, if people at the dog park are going to think you're, like, simple, right? <laughs> <laughs> but also Flux is the uh, one of the unique products I use in my uh, no-tox surfboards. Oh, here so. it is. <laughs> well, here it is. I knew that that's oh, right. I was wondering what the heck was happening. <laughs> he, he said he uses the word fuck a lot. Um... <laughs> That wasn't you. That wasn't me. That <laughs> was my burner account. <laughs> I just couldn't bring myself to say piss off. Uh, there's someone at our club that says, well, oh, that's amazing, all the time. And you could be saying the most basic. <laughs> and now over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous We Got The Chocolates podcast. Scouts, welcome to episode 99 of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And I'm Andrew. And this is the show that makes you feel like you're at a pre-season bonding session every week. We'll be bringing you the discussions that can make you sound like you know what you're talking about until you hang out with some people who actually do. Lovely. Thank you, Lethal. Um, and I was going to start us off with a story, if that's all right, everyone. Love it. Um, you don't so, usually do that, Skin, so no, get no. in early. Yeah, it might be my first time. I've got a few, well, a bit of a backlog. I'm, I'm ready to go for the next few weeks mm-hmm. if we need. But um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, so anyway, <laughs> we do need. <laughs> uh, anyone who's who's listened to the potty for the last 98 episodes, I suppose, has probably worked out that I'm, uh, I tend to avoid speaking as much as possible. Um, and I've also <laughs> gone back to uni over the last sort of five weeks for probably a bunch of reasons, but partially to work on my social skills, you know. I'm really going to put myself <laughs> out there and try and get better in that area of my life. Is that a uh, reason people go back to uni? No, no, not a reason. You just spend uh, a couple of a, grand yeah, so that you can attend the social subject. skills. So that's not, that's not <laughs> the reason. That's a, a positive side effect that I was I was hoping would, would really, you know, benefit my life. And, and the first couple of subjects have got group projects and whatnot, so I thought, you know, this is going to work perfectly. Some of the tutorials are online, though, so which is a little bit of a hassle. You don't sort of get that face-to-face connection, you know. Um, <laughs> that, that you crave. Yeah. <laughs> that really, that would have fixed for. all my problems, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you just get chucked into a breakout room with people in your tutorial, and that's pretty much the only person that I really had the opportunity to meet. So I've lined him up for the group project, uh, and, he, and he said, yeah, yeah, happy to work with you, mate, no dramas. So we organised a Zoom call to work on the assignment together. Uh, well, that's, that's what I thought at least. And then the next day, he we're on the Zoom call and he's just peppering me with questions about this other assignment that is very individual and, and I'd already done. And <laughs> we spent like just two and a half hours and I was try, <laughs> trying to get rid of him or like move on to the actual assignment we were meant to be working on for literally for two and a half hours and I just couldn't bring myself to say, like, piss off. Uh, 
Hope he doesn't so listen. I'm just giving it. Oh, hopefully, <laughs> sorry, Garav. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, look, I'm pretty much just giving him a proper shoot and taught him the entire course content thus far, which people get paid good money to do. And then, <laughs> so I've sort of gotten sick of that. It's nine o'clock on a Friday night. I say, like, all right, mate. Well, let, let's line up another Zoom call for tomorrow or in a couple of days' time. We'll actually work on the group sign this time. Yeah, no dramas. And then, so I'm you know working on it individually over the next couple of days sending him through all my progress as i'm going like everything that i'm working on all the you know any any new little diagrams i've come up with or anything and then it gets to like the day the draft is due this is this is a nice assignment we get a, a draft and get a little bit of formative feedback before the the final assignment's due and so it's the day the draft is due i message him like mate we really need a term call here like we've got to submit something tonight like let's make sure we're happy with happy with everything you know show me anything you've done we'll combine it all <laughs> and, and, ma- and make sure it's all perfect and we'll submit it and he replies yeah no sorry mate i'm working with someone else now you so yeah that's that off to a good start in my, in my new degree uh, now i hate Just, people yeah, again <laughs> back to hating people very worried about plagiarism <laughs> i'd like to hear this from his side of the yeah, story yeah, i feel yeah. like it's totally different yeah. i think there's a bit of a language barrier too maybe i wasn't very clear and and yeah. Well, I speak English Maybe he, he was just signing up For those free shoots And then <laughs> yeah, <in> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, uni are you asking? Uh, so if they need another tutor Yeah Mitch um, is available <laughs> For free apparently <laughs> <laughs> He'll just donate <laughs> That's fantastic And the uh, goods Oh bad luck skin oh, yeah. Anyways I thought people might get A laugh at my expense Out of that Or, or maybe should, they'd be able To did. relate to it <laughs> Joke of the day, Cody. Beautiful. Now, I had this joke during or pre-Olympics, but you boys jumped in front of me that week and told eight jokes each, so it was good. So, mm. a bit of an Olympic-themed joke. So, uh, Sam, Mitch, and Lee were all aspiring athletes looking to get on the Olympic team. I'm pleased I'm still in it. Yeah. It wouldn't be one of your jokes without no, me being there. Absolutely. Um, you might be the punchline as well. Just stay tuned. Shock. But in order to get onto the Olympic team, that's to impress their new coach. Now, their new coach just so happens to be a really, really attractive lady. So... At the first training session, she went up to Sam and said, Sam, what do you do? What's your what's your sport? And Sam goes, well, I'm a pole vaulter. And he goes, right, you've got three hours straight of pole vaulting practice. And then you're on the team. Go. All right, so has went off. Mitch, buddy, what's your sport? And he said, oh, I'm a long jumper. All right, all right, you've got four hours of long jump practice. You need to do that before you get on the team. Thirdly, she went over to a, a, a giggling Lee. And uh, Lee, mate, what's your sport? I'm a breaststroker. Sign <laughs> <laughs> oh, me up for the three hours, boy. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. <laughs> That's good, Gaddy. Thank you. How's I believe you got a review during the week? I did. It's an interesting one. Uh, Not on you personally. Like, no, we, we got a review. Hey, you got enough to do anything. Nice catching it? technique, you idiot. <laughs> we have been calling for them and on Apple Podcasts we got a review. Uh, and the title is, Obviously Bays Will Get the Chocolates. Anyway, it goes on to say, Intriguing. Have obviously only listened to the first few episodes of this podcast, but obviously I'm hooked. Obviously, as this show progresses, James Baisley will obviously take the reins and obviously become the lead anchor of the outfit. Obviously, can't wait to... Uh, listen through the back catalogue and obviously have it revealed that Bayes takes on the host role. Obviously happy to be proven wrong. Obviously love the boys and the show and obviously apologise for taking so long to obviously drop this review. Obviously a bunch of legends. Obviously you should all get around them and obviously bump them up the charts. Obviously, cheers. <laughs> really well written. I yeah. Thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sense a theme there maybe. <laughs> 
That rings a bell. Who's that a pot shot at? <laughs> Who wrote that? Lethal? Uh, no. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. But yes. It's been brought to my attention that I say that particular word. I'm not going to say it again. What I'm word? done with that. No. Done. Um, I do say that word too many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like my gap filler word, I would suggest. And I feel like teachers, remember teachers, I remember being in class where like you'd be marking down the amount of times that like a, a guest speaker or a teacher would say um mm-hmm. or say one particular oh, yeah. word. And you're like, oh, how they keep going. <laughs> they just keep saying it. And it became like the actual only take-home message you got from the speech. Uh, obviously, it's definitely my gap filler word. Do you guys have one? Mine's mm-hmm. all righty, and I do it a lot when I'm yeah, coaching. you said it once tonight already. Yeah, yeah. so it just when I'm coaching, like starting into it, all righty, guys, or, and I can't stop saying And a kid, like an eight-year-old kid pointed out, and the whole group started laughing. Jeez, that made me feel good. I don't know about like when I'm making a speech or something, if I'm ever making a speech. Just when I was telling that story, I think I reverted back to um quite a lot, which I was a bit disappointed about. But in general conversation, I always say, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Just if I can't think of anything to say and I need sort of some nice little note to end the conversation, yep. oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I hate when people say like a lot, but I think I say it far too much when I listen back to myself and hear myself say like and I'm just describing I something. I Everyone it. says that, I reckon. Oh, that's I a big so one. Much, yeah. have, you, have you ever been just bitch on yours? Because you, I've seen times where people say, I've, I've got someone that I play cricket with. I can't remember exactly who it is, but I was thinking about this at training the other night. There's someone at our club that says, Oh, that's amazing all the time. And you could be saying the most basic. How was your day, Lee? Yeah, not too bad. I just drove from here to Yarrabil. But, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's pretty regular. <laughs> it's not really that hard at all. <laughs> it's just a weird one. If it's one who's fair enough, works the same. Like, oh, well, yeah, geez, I got deducted 12 points and fined $3,000 for just simply not wearing my bike helmet. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, and I did put that out on our socials as well and there was plenty of people that could associate with that feeling. They mm-hmm. knew exactly what it was about. Lewis, he's using 100% quite a bit. Uh, there was a couple of others that sort of talked about that all righty as well. Cody, you've said. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was one other that I think you wanted to finish with. Yeah, there's one other. Uh, I'm not going to mention his name, mainly because it's not on the run sheet, but um, he said he uses the word fuck a lot. Um <laughs> That wasn't you. That wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't my burner account. <laughs> I don't think that person's the only person either. No, 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 no. Um, and I put a story up on our Instagram page about a week or two ago now because I got a new dog, a new Staffy, and his name is Flax. And it's an interesting, interesting name. A few people you know, don't know where it's come from. Uh, so I thought I'd let you know. There's a couple of sporting backgrounds to it. Firstly, Flax seed oil is also called linseed oil and linseed oil is used to make cricket bats but also flax is the uh one of the unique products i use in my uh, no talk surfboard oh, so here it is, <laughs> well, here it oh, is. Dude, that's oh, i was wondering what the heck was happening his wallet's just <laughs> falling out of his pocket as well <laughs> <laughs> but i uh i asked people what what funny pet names they've given their pets and we got some really good responses from from the people on social media so I think we've got a couple sent in. Have you got one to, to play that oh, sent in? Like? Crap, sorry, I was still looking at your surfboard. <laughs> I was looking at his wallet again. <laughs> no, we do. Um, yes, we do. What do you want to start with here, Has? I've got, um, I thought this one was this one was quite good. And you can probably work out what type of dog this particular one was. So there was this dog that lived at the summer camp that I went to, and it was a pug, and they named him Spark Pug. <laughs> 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 That's yeah, that funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> we, uh, we had one sent in actually that I thought was really good. He said, picked up a dog from a shelter. Driving home, I stopped to get cigarettes and left the window down because it was a hot day. When I came back, the dog was gone. Finally found him again, called him Randolph because he ran off. That's pretty good. Actually, I like that. I, I quite enjoyed <laughs> just obviously the puns. That's always going to be my favourite one. Yeah. Puns are always <laughs> going to get me. Albus Dumbledog. Quite That's good, I thought. Well, is that, is yeah, that really that actually shits me that because you're not going to go. Oh, Albus Dumbledore, come back! Just call him Albus, right, yeah, for short. Albus, we'll just call him fucking Albus then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, swipe okay. that one from the list. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Maybe, maybe this is similar. I don't know what you would actually call this dog, but uh, they've named their dog Wheatney Houston because it's a Wheaton-coloured col- <laughs> Scottish Terrier. Oh, you can't pretend you don't like that one. That's yeah, I know. I really, but again, like the whole I thing is, that. yeah, I, like it's fine. Like that's good, but like you're not calling the dog. Like you're Come not here, calling Whitney it back. Houston. Like if people at the dog park are going to think you're like simple, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I reckon they just they would have trained the dog to just go every time they start singing. Ah, I want to dance. <laughs> <laughs> the dog just comes back. Just starts barking at me with the bodyguard for some reason. <laughs> for all you readers out there. He had a dog and his name was Bark Twain. <laughs> That's what he sent in. That's, yeah. That's fantastic. Someone sent that in. I mean, that was the clearest to understand ever. We often get sprayed on social media for lucky we had the captions because otherwise we wouldn't be able to understand you. You could definitely understand every word of that. Yep, there wasn't much to that, was there? No, no, no. <laughs> Lots of Americans responding to our uh, social media we're posts. Big, eh? We're big in America, has I reckon. Yeah. Oh, America. They love cricket. No, they hate cricket. Yeah. <laughs> well, we well, could throw Josh Daskin in there again. Yeah. <laughs> he finds a way every yeah, every week. He gets in there, doesn't he? So, yep, no, that's right. And then okay, I've saved up my actual favourite. Oh, this would be good. So we've done a lot of dogs, a lot of cats, uh-huh. pet chicken. Oh, God. Okay. Called Hannibal Pector. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that's not the greatest name. <laughs> I've got a bad joke. <laughs> no, you yeah, no, Do you no, want no. it in the show notes? <laughs> Isn't that what you call your old fella, Hannibal Pecker? <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Um, they call their dog Karma because Karma's a bitch. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh. Male dog. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> that was obviously very good, Lethal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, another audio one we sent into here has. People will ask us all the time, what's your dog's name? We usually tell them it's ask them. Typically what happens is they turn around and in their annoying dog voice, they're like, oh, puppy, what's your dog? What's your name? <laughs> and then we laugh. <laughs> and then we laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh just like we just did. It just makes sense. It was like a fortune teller. Yeah, that's a schnickel. Um, that's, that's an incredible yeah. piece of audio. Yeah. How, how is this segment still going? Yeah, we could have run this over about four weeks. <laughs> People loved it. Have you got any more? Surely we've ticked off. Oh, there we have. Oh, I really wrapped it all up there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can't believe. We can't get any better than that. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't read out Martin Woofer King. Please 
Where's his brother gone? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine calling that name out. <laughs> oh, Martin with. <laughs> <laughs> That is genuinely crying. Sit. Man, we fucking speaking, man. We Oh, pull it together, boys. Please, please, try and pull it together. Moses. Oh my goodness. Alright. Back to it. Oh no, we need a break. <laughs> Boys, what's your thoughts on iced tea? Oh, I thought he's bloody fantastic in Law and Order Rest for you, actually. Yeah, I think he was he was pretty pivotal in the uh, hip hop scene throughout the nineties too, wasn't he? Boys, I think he was talking about the Alchemy Australia's iced tea. Oh, yeah, right. That makes more sense. Has there is uh, nothing quite as refreshing on a hot day as a delicious glass of iced tea. And if you're as obsessed with flavour as we are, then you know where to go. The team at Alchemy work hard to bring you new and innovative flavours that will blow your mind and your taste buds. Yep, so check them out at alchemycordial.com.au and use the code WGTC10 for 10% off plus free shipping. It was good enough for you, though. Mm, very good. Boys, on to our sport chat for the week and a bit of uh, judiciary news uh, in both mm. codes. Busy. First, uh, busy, busy time for the for the lawyers in the AFL and the NRL at the moment. So we'll start with the NRL, something a little bit close to my heart as a Rabbitohs fan, Latrell Mitchell. Quite a nasty head high on uh, Joey Manu on the weekend. Uh, six weeks he's just taken the early plea for. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we all know where we probably stand on the tackle. It wasn't fantastic, I don't think. No. How yeah. sickening was it, like, seeing him blow his nose? Oh, that was gross. So that's, the, that's, the test, yeah. hey? that's the test, That's the test for well, the yeah. fractured eye socket. Well, apparently it? it's yeah. the test to see if it's done, but apparently it's not good. Like, if you do it the wrong way or do it too much, you can actually blow your occipital... Like optical nerve, I'm fairly certain. Like you can actually lose vision in the eye doing that test as well. Apparently, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but it's it's not great. It sounds it's true because it can't be great for you seeing what happened when he his did face just collapsed. It horrendous. It was unbelievable. Can, sorry, sorry, can someone explain what's happening? I'm completely ignorant, so I imagine some listeners oh, are too. You're, so you're going to listen like a listener. This yeah. is beautiful. So uh, Latrell Mitchell used to. Play I saw for, the tackle. Yeah, I saw the, that, well, he yeah. used to used to play for the Roosters up until two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, and yeah. Joey Manu and Latrell are pretty close, and he's obviously whacked him in the head, fractured eye socket, and compressed fracture of the cheekbone. I'm fairly certain. Yeah, we can probably put the video on our socials. Yeah. He's, he's basically held his nose. Blue and his face effectively collapsed. Oh, and a big oh. pop up, yeah. pop of air. It sort of went air because it's actually, fa- your sinuses are like behind the yeah. facial bones there. So we've got a crack in it, the air can get through. Oh, it's one of the, the most disturbing things. It was real, yeah. It was shut. Yeah, you do yourself some research if you haven't seen it. At, it's, the, it's at the time, like live, you didn't really know because play didn't stop. Like no one knew well, anything had really happened. Well, I'm glad, and that leads us probably to our, our talking point to this particular section. Lethal hit the nail on the head. Play wasn't stopped, so this wasn't picked up by the on field referee. This was actually picked up by the bunker not straight away this was probably picked up about 45 seconds later and the and the only reason it was picked up is because Joey Manu went over to Latrell and basically said hey mate you know what the fuck have you done basically yeah. and there's a bit of a you know, not an all in brawl but a bit of a push and shove oh, yeah. yeah I mean right. two traditional rivals South and East you know the biggest rivals in the game they sort of all got involved but Trent Robinson the the coach of the Roosters wasn't overly happy uh, this cost the Roosters 40 grand. It was down for how long? And then it took Joey to stand up and go and stick up for himself with a depressed fracture of the cheekbone. 
and then they still didn't want to do anything about it. Henry Perinara sitting in the bunker, didn't, didn't stop play, didn't do anything about it. Then Ashley asked them to play on, and then the players went at it again. And then he just missed it completely. Perinara, who's supposed to know some footy, sitting up in the box, and then doesn't do anything about it for maybe 30, 40, 50 seconds, doesn't do a thing about it. It, it is a good whack. The whole press conference was, it was it was a good whack, and it, I guess the point he's trying to make there that you know Perinara was an ex NRL player as well, so he he should have known better, should have seen better. I mean, it's it's, it's staggering he wasn't sent off for the trial, and this is coming from a South fan, a diehard South fan. It is amazing. Well, if it, if it had happened eight weeks ago, he would have been sent off. The oh, rules absolutely. have been lightened again after they yeah. were. Yeah, so true. strict. Yeah, cool. You go back to Magic Ground, there was 14 players yeah. simbined or you, something. You yeah, sneezed on someone. Was, I mean, maybe yeah. not in that climate. But, yeah, no, it, it's, <laughs> you know, and you get sent off. Yeah, but face mask. Yeah, exactly. So, it, it, like I said, as a Souths fan, I'm so frustrated that it's yeah, it's probably our total chance has gone. But that's, that's neither here nor there. And our coach... Wayne Bennett sort of had a bit of a rebuttal, basically. Yeah, I found this interesting. I, I found it quite interesting as well. The, the Roosters have a couple of players who do like to play on the edge as well, as we'll sort of hear Wayne say. Are you, are you disappointed, Wayne, in, in Luttrell's uh, actions there? I mean, Trent was saying that he loves Luttrell, but he's got to get that part of his game out of his game. Well, what do you what Well, do you Trent's think? got a couple of those players himself that he coaches, so I don't know what he's looking to have the fence at us for. We'll, we'll handle our own situation and we'll, we'll address it if we have to. And I, I love that as a South fan. Like I, I love that sort of way. Like no defending the tackle. The tackle was shocking, right? But the fact of the matter is that in Roberts's press conference, he failed to mention the fact that Radley's been suspended twice in six weeks. Wiria Hargroves gets reported every third week. You know, it, it's what's this old saying? You don't throw stones in glass houses. So. I do also think the Jono is trying to make it sound worse than it was because I think Robinson wasn't actually that critical of Latrell, like he did say yeah he did the wrong thing but he he also sung Latrell's praises yeah, and, and said that I love him and he's a great player. person and everything player yeah. but we just need to get that out of his game I don't think he was that critical of Latrell, mm. he was just hypercritical of the umpires, of the, the refs more so but yeah. See I reckon as well has and I reckon you're 100% right that I think Robinson's press conference would have had more of an impact if he just didn't say he used a lot of examples of Roosters players throughout the year getting whacked in the head not penalised blah 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 I think his press conference would have had a good whack if he pointed out you know, examples from a Parramatta game or a Warriors mm. game or whatever, because now, like, he has every reason to be filthy, but it would have had more punch if he used lots of examples and used other teams so it doesn't look like he's just a whinging Roosters coach. So, mm. like, he's spot on, but I, I, I just wish it had more of an effect, I reckon. So, so um, to defend Trent Robinson, not on that, but just on the, his actual press conference, mm. the 40 grand thing, I mean, it's probably not really a big deal to... Big financially well off class. Not Uncle Nick, no. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) But I I, I find it because in the aftermath, the NRL has sacked Perinara, Mm -hmm. come out and said it should have been a send off. Mm -hmm. So they basically said that everything that Trent Robinson said in the press conference is 100% correct. Yeah. And yet he still gets fined 40 grand. It seems a bit rough to me. Irony. Look, everything he said was right, but also we need 40 grand. (laughs) 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 You've got to make money from somewhere. We keep losing it from no crowds. It's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great business, isn't yeah. it? Um, but Cody has I wanted to ask you guys because you're particularly obsessed with NRL. I'd say like I'm sort of watch a game a week, maybe if I'm lucky. And but every time I watch the NRL, I feel like like as a general rule, they, there are just shit tons of high tackles that get missed. Do you think that that's the case, or do you think they generally get it right? And this was just one particularly bad example. 
In the past, they probably would have missed a few. I think this year they haven't really missed many. I think no. because every time someone gets hit in the head now, even if it's like a finger across down. the nose, yeah. they can stay down. So yeah, okay, I don't yeah. think they really have no. been this year. But no, yeah, I I'd agree. And it, like I think it has hit the nail on the head. Like people are staying down. Yes, right. They all get replayed. The bunk has a quick look and says, "Oh, you whacked him in the head." So, well, he didn't really whack him in the head though, did he? Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, so they're not missing much. The, the thing that shits me with the bunker is like they microscope everything and they look at everything and look at this slight touch slight there and then actually miss something big like that. They're just having a 50-cent bet each way and they're missing a lot of the time. So. And um, that wasn't actually the only shoulder incident mm. across the oh weekend. Yeah, if, we, if we switch codes, Toby Green has come under some serious fire and I would think we'll probably miss finals as well uh, obviously GWS beat Sydney by a point on the weekend so they progress through to the next round of finals still an elimination game this weekend I think they'll be without Toby Green he's been sent straight to the tribunal and that was for shoulder charging essentially <laughs> an, an umpire uh, at mm. that sort of like a, a quarter time to a three quarter time mm. break hopefully we've, we've all seen the vision of this so that there's been I've been amazed by the amount of players current players ex-players Shane Warne, he always throws himself in there. <laughs> <laughs> just loves it. Yeah, that's right. That have just come out and defended Toby Green mm. for what I find to be an indefensible action. Mm. I don't know where everyone else is sitting. I don't know how you can say that like, it's a bad angle. Yeah. You need to see it. From, like, I don't get how you can say, nah, it's incidental contact. You literally like, walk straight at him. Yeah. Just yeah. walk through him. Yeah. Mm. Like which you do, I, now there's no doubt the umpire's fine. It didn't hurt him, mm, yeah. but it's a very poor look. Like for him to miss zero games mm. whatsoever for that, I would find staggering. Well, and also the fact mm. that sort of a little, not so much like the trail, but like Green's record is is poor. Like he, he he's a niggly, he's a very very good footballer, but he's a niggly sort of player who does get involved in a contest like that. But when you walk at the umpire and sort of even if it is gently hit him in the chest with your shoulder, it's probably not the look. You're looking for uh, referees should be untouchable. You shouldn't be able to do it. I hate how the soccer players carry on around referees, yeah. even if they don't touch them. It just yeah. And there's a, another part of the debate that's come up, and I don't know if you guys remember Lockie Neal earlier in the year against Carlton. He was fined, not suspended, but fined like a, a decent amount of money for touching an umpire again. And that was when he was kneed in the head, had blood coming out of his head, and he grabbed the umpire like by yeah. the arm, like flicked the umpire but on the arm, and said like pointed to his head and said. I should have got a free kick. It's obviously high. I've got blood coming out of my head. Right. And and people have been drawing that comparison as evidence for Toby Green, mm. saying, well, Lockie Neal got a got a suspension. Uh, sorry, got a fine. Right. So mm. if yeah. Toby Green doesn't get a fine and gets suspended, then it's a Toby Green tax. And I just don't like that no. try to compare mm. those it's two. apples and oranges like, yeah. in that. Like. It's, yeah. it's just so different. Yeah. One guy's bleeding from the head, obviously in pain, <laughs> going, how do I not get a free kick? There's blood on me. Yeah. And then the other guy is walking at the break in play to his team huddle mm. and just walks through an official mm. with it's his shoulder. A lot more aggression there, yeah. Yeah, and just it's easily, so easily avoidable. Mm. You just can't make an excuse for it. And honestly, like GWS, I know the season's on the line and they need Toby Green to win, there's no doubt. But like they, everyone wants to get behind him. He's a gun, he's a freak of a player. I love watching him. Mm. This is one occasion where you just can't. Like yeah. it, as a club, it sends a horrendous message to go, Oh, no, that, that's fine. Sorry, kids. Like, mm. If you do that in a junior game, you get suspended. Yeah. If you do that playing Div 2 for the Alex Hills Reserves, mm. you would honestly cop weeks. Yeah. If the umpire yeah, goes and yeah. said, this guy walked into me with his shoulder, then that would be, they'd take the umpire's word and go, you're done. See, See you later. later. You can't, as a club, 
try and excuse that behaviour. I know that everyone needs Toby Green to play, and he's a great player, and we love him. We love his fierce, competitive nature, but directed at opposition players, not at umpires. <laughs> exactly. And one more, uh, one more little contest on the weekend. It was quite a vicious contest as well. A quick one. Uh, Leith and I took each other on in the BPL on the weekend. Hey, mm. right? How did that go? Um, yeah, I thought. Uh, we're going to talk about that Indian streaker, actually. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we got we got dominated by uh, by essentially by Goaty. He scored thirty off twelve in pretty much one over of batting. <laughs> well, I mean, there's six balls. He, yeah, thirty off 12, twelve in one over. He, we, it really felt like you batted for one over. No, you faced two overs, didn't you? Like two, pretty much. It felt longer with all the running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two pretty much full overs, and he hit a lot of fours and sixes, which is the aim of the game. And then we didn't do that as much, so we lost. Yeah, right. Makes sense. Which was unfortunate because I made a beautiful eight off nine. <laughs> Lethal, I heard you complaining about your captain's decisions. Like you, <laughs> you apparently play some pretty ordinary fields <laughs> during no, the game. Who, no. who, who was your skipper? That that was, was at fault there? That was so funny. This afternoon, <laughs> go to Mitch. Mitch asked how we went yesterday. I said, yeah, look, nah, no good. None from two. Poor old Southern Rockets stuff. They'll come good. It's a huge learning experience. Uh, we probably... To be honest, we just bowled the wrong bowlers, set the wrong fields. <laughs> and Mitch goes, aren't you the captain? I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, about that streaker, we should actually talk about that. Yes. yes. <laughs> we, we really should. We were going to do it before, but we'll come back to it now. Uh, what's his name? So we'll give you some background. I've got the audio, but someone else took the reins. Jarvo is his name. He's obviously a bit of a, I guess, a celebrity over there at the moment. He's street- but was he a celebrity before this? Well, I'm assuming so because, like, everyone seemed to know who he was. I mean, I know he had his name on the back of his yeah, or oh, whites, I guess, but I'm assuming he's done this before. It doesn't look like it's his first road AO. Um, looks like he's had a couple of pints or two as well, believe it or not. It was rather slim-fitting creams that he was wearing. Uh, second time running into field, he ran on in the second test, India versus England. Yeah, so that, that's the thing. He's done it twice. This is audio from his first one. This is good audio where the commentators have seen it. This <laughs> was the chat. <laughs> I'm an India player. What are you talking about? Look at my shirt. That's a give the team talk. Javo. <laughs> so he snuck on the field there That was the first time mm-hmm. And that was as a fielder Wasn't it I'm going to come in He had his shirt on India yeah, shirt yeah, un- Untucked Yeah Trying to be a player for yeah. India As a fielder Then he's going round two <laughs> And he snuck out As a batter And somehow got to the middle And started asking for guard That was like excellent he, That was my favourite part asking, He's <laughs> asking the umpire for middle <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's trying to get out of it Like is he, is he trying to get Something for a business Or Instagram followers yeah. I found his Instagram account He's got What's about he 16,000 So it's not like ridiculous <laughs> I mean it's not as many as us No, no, it has. no idea <laughs> nah. I look back He's actually done like A streaking equivalent At a diving event So he's obviously climbed up the, the oh, ladder to the diving, like oh, a diving competition, uh, and dove off into the into the pool. That is outstanding. At the British British diving competition, that'll be a big crowd there. <laughs> is it funny, boys, or too far? What do you think? Like, how many more times can it be funny for? <sighs> I mean, I think it's funny. I just find it odd that he gets treated so nicely because it's funny. Yeah. Like, I would have thought all streakers get sort of like big fines and life yeah. bans, and he gets more mildly Instagram famous. Well, Nick Benton, our last oh, yeah. guest, was trying to streak, but unfortunately. Yeah. He needed two results to go his way. Unfortunately, and none of them went his way. <laughs> Forgot about Surely it. these security guards are not asking for a pay rise. If you're letting yeah. a, fat boy, <laughs> a fat dude dressed. Well, the good thing is he had a mask on as well. That's a good on him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm okay with it to be funny. 
on the funny scale if he keeps going to different sporting events. So, so he's done the diving, as has mentioned. He's done the cricket, so maybe, I don't know, maybe does a 10-pin bowling World Cup, for oh, example. Yeah, Is that the thing? Just, I don't know, mate. Should be. Should be. Should probably win it. I mean, I'd, I had to give Java career advice, but that could end up costing you like five grand a week, so... Really he might have won the lotto. We yeah. don't know. Oh, yeah. All right. We should probably find that out before next year. Maybe show. he's getting paid by someone to do it. Maybe. He might have a little sponsor on the show or something. Yeah. We'll, just like, we'll give you 10 grand every time that you go out there. Flings he gets fined yeah, <laughs> five, five grand and five grand profit. <laughs> <laughs> might be brilliant business, Skin. You should start doing it for us. Big pockets. Okay, all right. Can do. <laughs> all right. Um, well, that brings us into a little Skin stat segment, I believe. <laughs> I'm a stat man. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favourite segment of the whole show. This uh, <laughs> just for just for the intro. Yeah. <laughs> yes. God, that's a stinker. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Anyway, so, so this week, not, not, not a huge deep dive, to be honest. More just a couple of little fun facts that, mm-hmm. we, that have popped up over the last couple of weeks that have been brought to my attention. And this week's Skin Stats is brought to you by Wrightstone Trading, who provide sales and manufacturing solutions to the concrete and construction industry. So visit wrightstone.com.au to check them out. And yeah, so this week, firstly was Joe Danaher, who, who kicked a goal in, in the last round of, of the season, uh, which and he kicked a goal in every round of the season. And he was the first man to do that since Joe Danaher <laughs> in 2017. Yeah, that's interesting, <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah, it? Which I found interesting. It's, it's a great stat, though, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I'm fascinated by that. That's really, really cool, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought so, too. So good on him. Well done, Joe. Um, and what, something I found interesting is before 2017, it wasn't that rare. There were two people did it in 20, no, three people did it in 2016, three in 2015, and it was all happening for a little while there, and now it's just Joe, so good on him. Uh, not your average Joe. <laughs> so, so wait, oh yeah, that is interesting. So not in recent years, not as many done it. Yeah, no one's doing it. Um, yeah, so that's that. And then 
Uh, Goaty brought this to my attention, actually, uh, but maybe we should give credit to Joshua K on Twitter. Great uh, credit I, giving. I don't, know if he's, don't know if it's his original work, but he's certainly chucked it on Twitter. Is, um, <laughs> that, that Geelong suck at finals, basically. I think it's five of their last six or four, four of their last five or something. They've kicked their lowest score of the season in the first week of finals. So that was 2017, 18, 19. Then in 2020, they had a break and they kicked their third lowest score of the season. And 2021, they've kicked their lowest score of the season again in the finals. So, yeah, good on Geelong. That's an unbelievable stat as well. Yeah. It's a great stat. Yeah, correct. I do remember that last year they came back in week two or three and absolutely pogoed the Lions. Yeah, 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 I mean, we'll ignore that. That that, that doesn't matter. Lions can Um, go wrong. Uh, what about the Lions this year? Also, any chance? Uh, oh, well, give me a moment. No, I'm just asking you as part of your any oh, stats to back up. Like, are they going to be the Bulldogs or not? I this weekend? Because they looked I don't have not any in stats. the same yeah. league as Melbourne yeah. on the weekend. Yeah, well, that's all I've got to judge by. And I'd say they're not much of a chance. I haven't got stats to, to <laughs> say that they're on. Well, I'll give you a stat. They will kick significantly less points than the opposition, I think. And that will not bode well for them no. <laughs> that doesn't make it hard to win no, games when, you, when yeah. you do score less you don't generally go well yeah. <laughs> Joe, Joe Danaher will kick a goal though so. yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Good point, yeah so also on Geelong they're one from six in qualifying finals since 2011 and then also Essendon have an infamous 6,204 day streak without a finals yes, win since 2004 I mean, Which not for continues. No. Not a great start if you're in if you're from Essendon, but yeah, and that's that's continuing. They lost in their final, so good on them. And I think there's another stat which I can't. I'm not going to try and quote directly, but pretty much, like a lot of the times when they play finals and lose, they don't even make finals the next season. So yeah, yeah. really grim. Mm, that Sorry, is a grim outlook. Yeah, they went. They were undone by the Western Bulldogs, who I think are actually a very good side. And that's who the Lions will come up against. Well, that was this stiff. Weekend. That was stiff. Not to make yeah, four dogs. Stiff as a honeymoon. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Don't have to be dead to be stiff. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> As we well know. Uh, <laughs> not me personally, but <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> now, one segment that we do quite like to finish this particular podcast with is uh, you're in for a tweet. And this week, guys, I've actually got it. I've covered it for you. Now, I'm not sure, like, obviously, again, we don't want to get. Obviously, and yeah. Kent, that I just noticed you always you often say this particular podcast as well. You love saying that. I only say that on this podcast, though. No, oh, you say that to me. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say it out of context, at least. Well, yeah, but a lot of your talking is on the podcast, or at least a lot of your public talking. Yeah, percentage-wise, I actually anyway. say quite a bit <laughs> after Monday nights as well. But that's cool. Do you say in this particular classroom? <laughs> no, <that's good. laughs> no, I say in this particular podcast. <laughs> <laughs> good point, Skin. Okay. So I'm not sure where you stand on the sort of New South Wales COVID disaster. And again, we don't really want to go into it massively. It's not a debate that we're going to have. A few cases down there, though, from what I've heard. Just a gamble? Yeah. <laughs> Cracked crack a thousand. I saw some good good meme from um, the Batuta Advocate about... Yeah, usually pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. who's, who's their premier? Gladys. That's, oh, that's, that's what his tweet is about, too. Okay, yeah. Go on, yeah. Gladys. Well, maybe you take us off. Maybe okay. Well, you can back it up, though. Yeah. yeah, so this is uh, a tweet from The Shovel, and it's a cricket reference, so the American audience won't uh, understand it as much until we do the explainer video for them, uh, but our Australian audience will appreciate it, I think, for the most part. Gladys is the cricket captain who moves a fielder to square leg... <laughs> After the ball has been hit to the square leg boundary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's good. It reminds me of someone actually from yesterday. <laughs> 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 the old Southern Rockets. <laughs> Glad this is played for them. No idea what you um, mine was a cricket reference as well. Oh, it was nice. just a nice, a nice Photoshop of her raising the bat when she first brought up four figures. Across the thousand the other day. Yeah, the highest score in Test cricket and some. <laughs> That's a Ricky Ponting 2007. <laughs> And they've had a field that there was a very cricket reference again, very similar meme. It was when they did the thousand, they actually did a scorecard of the the zones in Sydney. We're very sorry, and like my brother lives in Sydney, so it's obviously awful time down there. But yeah, W dot Sydney two hundred and seven, and then they did like a, a cricket scorecard, and then they totaled the case down there, and it actually read out like a scorecard, and then like extras and stuff. Like that. It was pretty ordinary. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, it's it's awful down there at the moment. Um, question, do you think that this would help, like for our, you know, our overseas audience who wants some Kruger explainer videos and your reference to Ricky Ponting cricket, that's the, do you think it would help if we, remember like Shane Warne cricket 99, 99 and then 99, like yeah. EA Sports cricket or whatever, yeah, like yeah. those old PlayStation games where they used to glitch and the commentators would say things oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in the air, out, dropped, that's a hat trick to Langer. <laughs> Or even just the rogue names. Michael Cloak. Michael Clock. We should actually give each other rogue names for our podcast, actually. Yeah, that'd be good. Agree, Ponic 2000. Yeah, I like that. Could be trouble here. Six runs out of the ground by Drennan. And that's obviously a lie. Now that's episode 99 of the Week of the Chocolates podcast, done and dusted. Remember that you guys are the real heroes and we're sure you have heaps of great stories from the belts of times that you've had with your group of friends. So make sure you jump on our socials and let us know. Uh, we'd love to have some of your voices on the show and make you an honorary chocolatier for an episode. Skin, where can people get in contact with us? Uh, our social media, probably Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok, where we got the chocolates. And if you can't find any of those, which I'd be shocked, but you're welcome <laughs> to go to our <laughs> you're welcome to go to our website as well. We got the chocolates.com.au, and there'll be links to all of them. So. And uh, don't forget, like our, our friend at the start of the show, uh, obviously, uh, give us a, uh, a good rating and review. <laughs> um, it'll go a long way towards popping us up the charts. Yeah, that's right. And you can click follow too, can't you? Follow or subscribe, depending on where you're listening, and that yeah, way you are alerted. Every time that an episode comes out, although they come out at the same time every week. And in the show notes, you'll find some offers from our sponsors, so please support our podcast by supporting our sponsors. That's it. <laughs> and a reminder that whether you're top, bottom or middle of the table, there's nothing much better than sharing good times in a team with your mates. And if you're doing that, you most certainly are getting the chocolates. Best wishes in the future, guys. Stops. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.